When I was searching for data on the number of people who confessed to crimes on Facebook Live, it was hard to find. But we all know it's been happening far too often. What I instead found was endless articles from around the world of people confessing to or committing crimes on the popular social media outlet. Most notably, murder. Today we're going to be discussing a double murder-suicide, which the suspect admitted to on Facebook Live before taking his own life. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle Graham. And I'm Amanda Washington. And this is the point of no return. You were supposed to join in. <laughs> I figured I wasn't going to be able to get on the rhythm, so I just let it go. Yeah, we're a little rusty, guys. Um, it's been a few months, but we are back. We're so excited to be here. But yeah, so we are going to be back into it. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a special case that actually happened at the end of last year. And yeah, if you're ready, Amanda, like I like to say, let's get into it. I'm ready. So, you know, to commemorate our day, I had to crack one open. <laughs> Did y'all miss her drama? Oh my gosh, is yours Black Cherry? Yeah, is yours Black Cherry? Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I have to do like MTV or something but to hide the brand. But look at us, far away and still just alike. All right, so I'm going to start this off with a very powerful quote. I just did something crazy, man. That's what Rajiv Sharif Black said on Facebook Live. I just shot my ex-girlfriend in the head, yo. Um, Felt like a dream. I never thought I would be that guy. Okay. Rajiv was a 44-year-old Black man from Hanover, Maryland. He murdered his ex-girlfriend, Tara LeBang, and his ex-wife, Wendy Black. He murdered them on Saturday, November 11th, 2021, before committing suicide. So I'm just going to run down a few details about who they were before hopping into what that day looked like. So Rajiv said he was frustrated over child custody issues with both Tara and Wendy. He didn't want to go to prison, but it's unclear if he was afraid to go to prison because of the custody issues or because he murdered his ex-girlfriend and his ex-wife. Okay. Rajiv's LinkedIn page shows that he was a nurse anesthetist at the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs. 41-year-old Tara and 42-year-old Wendy were both also nurse anesthetists. Tara was Filipino and Hawaiian, and Wendy was Black. Let's get into the crimes that happened on Saturday, December 11th. That's my sister's birthday. I'm sorry. Mm. We did a case. We did a case earlier this season from your uh, somebody on your birthday as well. Robert Wan, our number one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So as we already know, the story doesn't start on Facebook Live. But by the time Rajiv gets online, Tara is already dead. Rajiv kicked her door in and shot her in Baltimore before heading to Columbia, Maryland to pay Wendy a visit. The Facebook Live video is only two minutes and 16 seconds, by the way. At this time, he told viewers he was heading to Wendy's house to shoot her before shooting himself. He was clearly flustered. Um, he was getting flustered, but he wasn't um, nervous. Like he had this weird calming vibe over him, which mm, so he knew was, it was even over. scarier. Yeah. And we watched it a little bit ago, Amanda, but um, well, and we'll try to share the video on our social channels. But what was so chilling about the live is that Raji is already in Wendy's apartment complex. So people were seeing this in real time that day and they're commenting on it and they're like you know bro like don't do it yeah but he opens the video up and he already says like you know i already killed my ex-girlfriend you know i'm at wendy's house now 
Yeah. And these, you know, these situations always make me think of like hypothetical things. So I'm like, was none of her friends or anybody that had her phone number watching this like you know and blowing her phone. Yeah. I, don't, I wonder yeah. what I wonder what that was. Or was it like it could have been like a nick of time thing where like as soon as somebody was calling her, he was like kicking in her door. Also, you know how people be. He could have been an avid go liver. You know, people always yeah, go live on like, social oh, sites. Going live again. Exactly. Like you never know. This is true. Okay. So he knocks on Wendy's door and you can hear and slightly see her open the door before the video suddenly cuts out. Before the video cuts out, the last thing Raji says is, oh, here's my ex-wife right now. And then it kind of jumbles and it cuts out. He ended up at Wendy's doorstep because he said his depression and all of what he was feeling at that moment started with her. But Wendy and Raji at this at this time, they hadn't been together for over three years. Okay. So let's go back to Tara for a second. Her identity wasn't confirmed until the Monday after the crimes. A nearby neighbor said her ring doorbell camera picked up the sound of six gunshots around the time Rajiv paid Tara a visit. One of those gunshots landed in her head, and that's the bullet that actually killed her. The most shocking revelation about Tara's death, though, is that she was pregnant with Rajiv's kid, but she broke up with him. We'll come back to that, but remember that she was pregnant. Okay. Okay, so we're back at Wendy's house right now. So Rajiv and Wendy's Two children were in, were in a car outside of the apartment complex at the time of the crimes. Court records show that they had been in a nasty custody battle since 2018. Wendy had also filed multiple protective orders against Raji that were denied. In a note to the court, Wendy once said, I am terrified because I do not know what he's capable of doing to me and the girls. I do not feel that we are safe. I do not feel safe at all. I feel that my life is in danger. Saying something like that in her protective order was still denied. What? Let's talk about that for a second. Because a, a, a big basis of this episode, of course, is going to be us doing our theories. Didn't you guys miss those? But there's also so much to unpack. Um, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of digging to do on this case because we know how it happened start to end. Yeah. Like he went and killed Tara Saturday. He had his two kids in the car when he was going to Wendy's. Got on Facebook Live for about two and a half minutes before knocking on Wendy's door and killing her as well. Both of them were found dead in like the the hallway area right in front of her apartment door, by the way. So he killed her in the hallway before killing himself. And his the kids, kids were still left in the mm-hmm, in his car. Both daughters were in his car outside of the apartment complex. As far as the actual crime, those are the main details. Other than that, all we have to go off of to discuss this is the custody battles in, in, in the children and what led what could have led Raji to this point okay. in this moment. But I want to share some info about an anonymous ex-girlfriend of Raji's who did an interview after she found out what happened. This woman dated him from March 2019 to March 2020. She said he had severe depression but never got help for it. But she also said he was always so nice to her and never laid a finger on her because of domestic abuse she experienced in the past. But that clearly wasn't the experience Tara and Wendy had. And court documents show that Raji had a history of domestic violence charges on his record. Mm -hmm. Here's a quote from the ex-girlfriend. A lot of times people don't take it serious when people say that their life is in danger, the former girlfriend said. 
definitely about protecting women. There's definitely a broken system. She was definitely sad and siding with Wendy and Tara. What do you think about that? Like, I'm always so intrigued when I hear cases like this, where I'm like, this woman had a totally opposite experience than the other Mm -hmm. woman had. But, you know, he killed them and then killed himself. But he was with her a mere year and a half before he did this. So they broke up in March 2020. So around the time the pandemic started, he had to meet Tara soon thereafter because she was pregnant at the time Mm -hmm. of her death. I don't know. I think people are complex. And I say that because I always wonder, like, how rapists and killers and things have, like, wives or whatever. And it's like, you didn't want to rape her and kill her, but you wanted to do it to random women. So, I don't know. She might have been more vulnerable with him or, like, he felt like he had to take care of her or something. Or she could have been, like, honestly, somebody that he was like, I want to change for her. And then, you know, it just didn't work out. And so the next time he dated somebody else, he was like, well, I'm going back to my old ways of beating up people and stuff. And I I agree with that. Like from what the from from the interviews of the anonymous ex-girlfriend, like their relationship ended because because of his severe depression. She says she was often the only person he had to talk to. Mm. And it sounds like he wasn't in therapy. It sounds like he wasn't really actively um, pursuing any opportunities to get better. So he kind of honestly could have just backtracked. But I'm also thinking, like, since they didn't have kids together, maybe the children were his trigger. Mm -hmm. Tara was pregnant. He had two kids with Wendy. Yeah. I'm like, clearly the kids being wrapped up in the situation were a big trigger. Yeah. And the, the, the whole basis of why he was so upset had to do with the custody battle he was having with Wendy. Now, I would have loved to know what the argument was that day with him and Tara to be like, I'm gonna blast you. And then now... You know what? I blasted you because I was already frustrated because of the custody battle I was having with Wendy. I'm going to go kill her ass as well. Is Tara the one that tried to get the peace order against him, the order of protection? No. No, Tara was his more recent girlfriend. Yeah, Wendy was the ex-wife. So Wendy was the ex-wife who tried to get the protective order against him and got denied multiple times. Okay. All right. Wendy, wife, two kids. Yes. Tara, pregnant. Yes. Uh, we're we're going to start going into our discussion. I, for this episode, I kind of came up with a list of questions just for us to run down and talk through because I feel like there's just a lot for us to unpack. Okay. So it won't just be us sitting here sharing our theories. But we're going to, I mean, theories are going to be bouncing. Okay. I want to start with this quote that Raji said on the live. He said, he started out by saying, I just want to say this to people. Don't play with people's emotions, man. Don't lie on these men. My first question, motive. When he said don't lie on these men, I don't know. That automatically automatically made me think of, of course, his court proceedings with Wendy. But it made mm-hmm. me think, was it child support? Was he struggling to see the kids? You know, he had them when he actually died. That's like the that was that was like the whole catch twenty two to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you're here rap, you know, you you're here killing these women because you know you're frustrated with these custody battles. I'm like, you actually had your kids that day. Like, how did we get to this? How did we get to this point? Yeah. I'm also wondering if don't lie to these men. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna think outside the box. He said, "Don't lie on these men." So oh, he's saying, don't like, lie, "Don't lie on these him. men." Okay, okay. As okay. if you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, what was you about to say? I was about to say maybe that maybe Tara's baby wasn't his. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like I mean mm, I don't know. 
Yeah, I would have loved to know what that argument was like because it started there. Yeah, like, for, to set him off there. in that way. But I'm wondering, since you said the kids are the trigger, um, if something happened that day and she was like, I'm going to you know, tell the police, whatever, you're never going to have custody of our kid. You're never going to see our kid. You know, those kind of conversations do happen even with men who aren't abusers. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine maybe something like that happening. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to kill all of us if I can't see my baby because I'm already struggling to see my other two babies. Yeah. But I want to know if he had the two, he had to have had the two kids already when he was at Tara's because when he pulled up to Wendy's, the kids were already in the car. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, damn. So maybe he was just on a killing streak. Yeah. I mean, he another thing that the um, ex-girlfriend said was he had access to weapons. Apparently he had access to a lot of weapons, which makes me think, Back to him working at the Veteran Affairs Office, like, was he a veteran? If so, there that could be a lot to un- unpack right there Ooh. about PTSD and depression. Yeah. But none of the none of the court documents or anything listed any of that. But I would I would assume that that could be a big possibility. And what's his last well, name? Black. Middle name Sharif. S H A R E E F. Oh, okay, I see you, ball daddy. <sighs> You really get on my fucking nerves. <laughs> no, but that's a good point. And you know, most people that work at the VA are definitely in the military. Yeah. Majority of the time. My sister work at the VA. See? VA. I don't know. I'm not gonna hold you up. I'll look it up while um you ask some more questions. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So to me. Raji was clearly mentally ill and the court knew it. Let's unpack that for a second. Mm. There's so many instances in all the reports mm. where he's like mentally ill. Men- you know, the ex-girlfriend mentioned depression. The Wendy mentioned she was, you know, scared for her life and the kids aren't safe. They have been in that custody battle since 2018. At this time, that was three years in. How did the court even let it get that far? We're going to talk about the system later on in a question, but... Like, what was it that wasn't triggering enough for the court? He had domestic violence charges on his record. He had, he now has another woman pregnant that was, that, you know, he wasn't with, that was also going through the similar struggles as yeah. Wendy. Wendy had mentioned, you know, I don't feel safe. But she didn't just say she didn't feel safe. She said me and the girls don't feel safe. And I don't know. I think if this year has taught us anything, it's that the system is so jacked. Um, but it just, it brings it back to, to my whole thing of like, y'all want these women to keep these kids who, you know, they either got by somebody forcing them by somebody doing something crazy to them. You just never know. Or they just had, you know, unprotected sex, whatever the case may be, but y'all don't even want to take care of the kids who are here. What the hell are you going to do with a fetus? That's beyond mm-hmm. the point, though. But it, 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 this is reminding me of Jet Ski Joby. Mm-hmm. When they knew yeah. he was crazy, and then they were like, oh, he doesn't have any disease anymore. He's not crazy, blah, 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 blah. And I don't mean to use the word crazy, but he's not, you know, mentally sound. And mm-hmm. he was out here just walking the streets, attacking people. Multiple people. He went to jail. Okay, Jet Ski Joby was nuts. He went to jail <laughs> multiple times. The system actually needs their ass beat for doing <laughs> For letting Jetski Joby get away with yes. the stuff that he did. Because there was absolutely no, there was no explanation for that at all whatsoever. And this, I feel like this is the same instance. Like, they they have court records. So, 
Wendy and Raji were actually in court up until the week before their deaths. Raji accused Wendy of blowing off a court-ordered child custody exchange. Okay. And they had a hearing scheduled for January. He filed this complaint the week before he killed her. And they didn't set the hearing for January. The week before he killed her was the first week of December. You told me we're not going to talk about it until January? 30 days later, look what happened in 30 days. He killed them. He killed them. Not just them. He killed Wendy. He killed Tara. He killed himself. Yeah. Like, why would you set a court date for 30 days later? And, and this is an ongoing custody battle. But that's how it would be. Think about the murder cases. But again, is due process really a thing? I'm also like, I, I'm also looking at it as. Say Wendy didn't meet up for the exchange. Like, we know the kids were with Raji that day. But mm-hmm. say Wendy didn't meet up, you know, for the exchange. Then Raji, you know, filed his complaint. And they said, okay, we'll talk about it in court in January. Um, What if Wendy had kidnapped the kids and moved to a, a different country, a different state in yeah. those 30 days? Like, so much can happen in that time. And I feel like when children are involved, why is it not? Why is there not more urgency? Yeah. Like, I'm confused, especially since this woman has complained multiple times that she doesn't feel like her family's safe. And I I mean, not to sound, you know, insensitive, but the shitty part is there's so many kids who have like, not this same story, but some kind of story. So it's probably the right allotted time that they could fit it in. But I guess it just can't be urgent because it's already stuff that's like planned on the docket before that. Unless it's like an emergency case, you know? Yeah, and I would love to know how old the kids were. That wasn't in the reports, but I, if they were in a custody battle since 2018, the kids are at the very least over three or four years old, which means they're probably attentive enough to retain What's going on. some of the yeah. animosity that's going on between their parents. Like, sure. I couldn't have imagined being those kids that day being in the car while Pops isn't going on a killing spree. And then we're still in that car outside of their apartment complex where they also share a home with their mother who is getting murdered. And then, like, I wonder what that exchange is like. Like, you're trying to get out the car. And he's like, no, don't get out the car. Yeah, locks the door, leaves them in the car. Mm. And then walks the grounds for two and a half minutes to go on Facebook Live. Let's talk about that. Social media and, like, why he felt. Okay, here's another thing we don't talk about. When it comes to this, like people see him as, you know, a, a lot of the reports there are just like, you know, he's going online. He was frustrated. He was kind of ranting. He wanted to let people know. Mm-hmm. People don't realize, too, that was his suicide note. Yep. He killed himself as well. Like that was his suicide note. That was him tell- telling people like, you know, damn, y'all. I can't believe I'm that guy, but I'm letting y'all know I'm on it's my over. way out. Yep. And I took a few people with me, which is beyond me. But two and a half minutes that he's walking around. And I'm like, you, we can't. We don't know if him and Wendy argued. Like, all you see is her open, crack the door open a little bit, which she didn't die inside of her apartment, which means she stepped out of the apartment. Which I'm just like, this is a man you scared of. And or, open that door. or who you set boundaries with because they disrespected you so much. So you're definitely not coming into my space. This is true. And he had the kids. So she could have also been thinking like, that's your dog over there because that's definitely not mine. <laughs> no that's your dog that's tiger that's not wait is that tiger that was tiger yes that's crazy i hear it but like everybody say hi to tiger that's michelle's dog that is crazy tiger you don't give it she don't give a damn about me it's cool i hear it but it feels like it's coming from you that's why i'm like is that your dog (laughs) what dog pepper like 
like she's beside me, but I don't hear it coming through my. I don't know how. Oh, it's okay. If it felt, it sounded far away because it's coming through my headphones, you know, and I'm not hearing it. Anyway, sit down, sit down. Huh. Dang, what was we saying? It was good. Um, we were talking about basically what the kids were thinking or what Wendy was thinking when he approached her because she died in the hallway. Um, yeah, which means for she for sure didn't want to let him in her house. Yeah. But okay, I okay, so I had an acquaintance from college who's she's in like a real nasty, I wouldn't even say custody battle because the custody is figured out, but like custody situation. Okay. Girl, they have to exchange, they have to exchange like in a public place or at a police station, like when they exchange their kid. This is December 2021. Why wasn't something set up like it sounds like something like that wasn't set up for Raji mm-hmm. and Wendy to do so to make sure these exchanges happen? But I'm also thinking like when those exchanges happen, you find out a lot. Like they're clearly gonna be communicating with each other. Like he shouldn't have been able to even be at her home. Yep. Is my thing. They should have been exchanging in a in a in a public place. Where are the godparents? Where are the aunts, the uncles? But Where are the even if they did have that that kind of agreement, that doesn't stop him from still pulling up. This is true. But I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm thinking about the steps that that could have been taken before he got to this point. Because yeah. it clearly seems like he was only communicating with yes, with Wendy himself in the court. Like that's all it was. There was there was mm-hmm. no mention of any mediation. Or anything of that nature, or family members, or anybody wow. that was in that was involved in their custody debacle. Which, granted, like they're the parents, they need to figure it out themselves. But like, think about the kids. I'm not even thinking about Raji and Wendy's well-being. To be honest, I'm thinking about the children at this point. Like, mm-hmm. if they were handling this between them, I just know those kids are scarred. They had to have seen and experienced so many different things. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing how broken their parents' you know relationship was, whether they were together or not. But yeah, that's crazy. So, do you think our justice system failed, Raji? From the who do you think? Our- it, yes, I think mm-hmm. they were all failed. Um, because they should have either gotten him into some court-appointed anger management, um, a rehabilitational center, something. But also, they failed those girls and their mother as well. Um. And then in turn, that made them also fail Tara. Because if they would have saved them, it could have, you know, it might have saved Tara from some um, heartbreak and essentially fatally dying from this man. So, yeah, I do think they failed him. There's definitely court-appointed, state-funded things that they could have given him, and they didn't. This is absolutely 100% true. I agree with you. I feel like the system dicked him. Like they dick Jetski Joby. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I understand. They were the suspects. They were the perpetrators. They were the, you know, the people. But I'm like, it starts there. Yeah, he needed them. I'm like, they had access to too much. They had access to too many people and too many things mm-hmm. to get to where they were. Like even access to the weapons. Like, I, I understand. I don't, I, I don't, I actually am not going to say I understand because I don't know Maryland's gun laws. But the fact that he had access to that, but he had, you know, a record and then he was in this court battle and clearly Wendy was scared of him. I'm like, why isn't that all factored into yeah. access? Like, I don't know. That's, it's just, it's just really fucked up because if they would have either got him together or I, I want to share this too, though. I'm not sure how old Wendy's kids were. Like I said, the, that information wasn't disclosed, 
but friends have seemed to start to have friends have started a trust fund in their name. Um, they've ended up with family members, but they're going to be scarred for life. Like both of their parents are gone. When they go and search their names on the internet, they're going to see that their father killed their mother. Yeah, that has to be tremendous. And then also, by the way, their sibling, their sibling also, Tara, Tara was pregnant. Their sibling never made it, you know, on this earth. That's just a lot to unpack. And a lot to deal with. Any final thoughts? Um, No, I'm just looking up the Facebook video itself. And... This is interesting. Yeah. Let me look up anything else to see. You watching it again? Girl, I watched it twice this morning. I'm just like, this is terrifying. Wow. Did you see this text message that he sent the anonymous girlfriend? No. I didn't read it. I brushed right by it. What did he say to her? It says, I wish we were introspective then. I seriously thought I was incapable of love until I met you. You found me broken and fixed my wings like a bird. And I'm forever grateful for that. I remember there was a time when I was so low that I didn't want to live anymore. It was you that helped me get through that. And I will never forget that. So I wonder if because he felt like this about her is the reason he never put his hands on her. Absolutely. 100%. He saw her as a healer. He saw her as. Honestly, that also makes me think, like, why did they break up? I mean, the, the well, she afterwards, yeah. she decided, you know, like, she feels like he was too depressed and far gone. But what was that breakup like? I would just assume he would have snapped then. Like, I'm thinking about the mental state he was in, even the way she described it and him getting to the point where he killed Wendy and, and Tara. Like, yeah. I wonder if, honestly, that anger and that and everything stemmed from that breakup from that girlfriend because he saw her as his healer it might be because it seems like he really had her on a pedestal he said today's the day i also wonder how long he was planning this and i want to know what was his final trigger because you've been dealing with wendy for three years so i don't know if his final trigger could have been frustration was it, you know, just that final straw? Like she probably mm-hmm. said something she always say to take him off. That always usually gets him upset. And then that day he was like, you know what? I'm done. But for him to start the video off and say today is the day. Like, yeah. Yes, I've already, he, he I already been know. thinking about he was it. Ready. And it transformed because, you know, we just you just read the text message from the ex-girlfriend. It went from I used to only want to he used to only want to harm him himself. And he went to him harming other people before he harmed himself. That's a that's a to me, that's a very fine line to cross. Like, I feel like a lot of people in these situations think about harming their, their selves first. Yeah. For sure. But for him to be like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go k- kill Tara. And then, by the way, this actually started with Wendy, so I'm going to go kill her as well. And I've always wondered why people who, you know, do murder-suicide things, and I know some of it is probably, like, in the moment, like, damn, I'm going to end it for you and me, you know? But like the premeditated shit sometimes, I'm just like, why you just didn't kill yourself? It's kind of like the school That's shooters and stuff. I'd be like, okay, just off yourself. As as mean as that sounds, you know, I'm just like, why do you have to bring other That's people into I'm, it? That's what I'm also thinking though. Cause I'm like, he, he just told ex-girlfriend he wanted to harm himself first. Mm-hmm. So what in that time from him breaking up the ex-girlfriend, meeting Tara, getting in a relationship with her, getting her pregnant, and then also them breaking up. What transpired in that time for him to tick and be like, no, I want to take a couple people with me because he kicked Taurus, excuse me, he kicked Tara's door in. 
He wasn't invited there. He wasn't over there. They wasn't having a calm, cool, collected conversation. So he came in there on hostility, Mm -hmm. which means he already decided before he went to Tara's house that day that he was killing her. Yep. Or at least arguing with her. He had the weapon with him. Six shots. And a kill shot. A kill and a at a pregnant woman at that. A woman you knew was carrying your child. Yeah, he hated her guts. That takes a different level of rage. Yes, to get to that point. I don't know. But let's wrap it up here. All in all, I feel very bad for the children. I hope that they are showered and covered in love and support in this time. Because it's been less than a year. This happened in December 2021, two weeks before Christmas. So I'm hoping they're 2022. Um, They are in a healing process. They are in the healing process and they're doing better. But until next time, this has been the first episode of the second part of season one of the point of no return i am so excited to be back with you all i'm michelle graham i'm amanda washington and we'll see you on the next episode Bye. Bye.